Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. Welcome to episode 42. I say with authority and <laughs> confidence. I'm, I'm noticing the eye roll or the I was, I was eye gaze. To, what, what is that? I was just trying to make sure it was 42. Okay. I think it was 42. Okay. We, did, we did two last week, so it got me a little I, I think we're up. at 42. We're back on track now. Uh, Mark, how are you today? I'm I'm good. I'm actually good. Yes. Um, no flat tires. Um, this is good. Nothing terrible has uh, happened. You have not infected me with, um, let's see, a cold, is, I think you had? Stomach bug. I, well, no, yeah. no, and then the stomach bug. Right. So, yeah, you've had lots of illness the past few weeks. I'm obviously, uh, I'm an agent trying to take you out. That's obviously what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a plant, um, a sleeper cell, if you will. Uh, yeah, it's been a... It's been a rough uh, go with the sickness situation yeah. in my family. Yeah, the cold at first, lost the voice. Oh, um, that's what it was. It was the voice. That's yes. right. And it was. Then, it was the voice. And yes. then, um, and then recently, and I know people listening right now are have either dealt with this or oh, are dealing oh, okay. with this light, terrible stomach bug. I'm not going to get into details. Okay, don't worry. thank you. People light be, light on the details, light please. Details. <laughs> um, but yes, but I was uh, sadly I was unable. To attend earlier this week, one of the the team dinners, you guys went out to Red, oh, yeah, which I was very yeah. bummed about. But exciting to see that uh, you know again a step towards normalcy. Right. Those have have brought back up being able to to get together again. So I uh, eagerly anticipate the next one. That's for sure. Uh, it, it is really one of my favorite things to do every month. It's just an opportunity for uh, me to get together with our sales executives and. God, there's a lot of wine. There's a lot of laughing. There's, <laughs> I was there's say, just, it sounded like there's a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the opportunity to catch up socially, but also to swap gossip and uh, and then just um, forecast a little bit and, and, yeah. and problem solve. I just love it. But, yes. but, but, the, but, but you asked how I am. Also, I love the fact that yesterday the sun set at 625. Mm-hmm. I realized today, I did, I'm usually better at this. I realized today. They're doing daylight saving time. Oh, this coming weekend? This coming weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're going to lose an hour. That's real- okay. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, we're yeah. fine with it, dealing with it. We're moving forward. We're, 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 yeah, we're springing forward. Spring forward. Yes, that is yeah, right. Yeah, well, let's right. jump in and, uh, and ask let's that spr- question. Yes, are yes. we are we springing forward? I, I think we are. Okay. I think we are. Yeah. All right. Let's get the market update. Um, let's see. This time, during the last podcast, there were 319 properties in Monroe County okay. listed for sale. Again, a healthy improvement from where things were. <laughs> your, your idea of healthy and mine, you know, I, I, I think it's an, an anemic improvement, but, but go ahead. <laughs> improvement is improvement. Improvement is improvement, true. 319 last week, 336 today. <laughs> okay. We're going up. Listen, yeah, they, they, we're listen. going up. Momentum, sure. momentum, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Little by little, uh, as far as the six It's, it's like me trying to recover from my <laughs> rotator cuff surgery. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. And celebrating the fact that, you know, yes, I finally, oh, I mean, the surgery was eight. I'm so <laughs> off topic here. I don't want to the go. surgery was eight months ago. Two weeks ago, I was finally given the opportunity to start to do shoulder presses. Oh, there we go. He, he handed me two five pound weights. Progress. I I literally could not lift. Really? I, 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 he said, okay. I two, two, and, two and a half pounds. I want to make you feel better. Yeah. Um, I haven't had rotator cuff surgery, and I probably can also <laughs> not lift five pound weights. I did. My shoulders are very weak, so, notoriously. So, so it's so, okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so so I, I am trying to make an analogy that but little by little. Yeah, little, little, little by little. So all right. So tell me about the county, the six, six county, county region. region uh, five seventy eight uh, last week. We're currently at five ninety two. Listen, okay. as long as we sit here and record this podcast every single week, and that number continues to be higher than the previous number. I'm gonna be happy. Okay, I'm gonna be happy. Okay, I'm just I'm just expecting. I, I just have higher expectations. But go, but, but go ahead. <laughs> so. Listen, I uh, expectations. And I like to set. 
I don't want to say low expectations, but I don't like to be disappointed. So if I okay. set reasonable, attainable expectations, okay. Okay. not for the things that I achieve in life, but more so the things that are out of my control. You sound like a Jenny Craig commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're not disappointed. Think, think about, okay, here's the analogy that I use. New Year's Eve. Okay? Yeah. For so many people, typically when they're younger, they make such a big deal out of New Year's Eve. So oh, yes. Getting yeah, up, yeah, right, we're going to yeah, go into yeah, the new year. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be the yeah. best year ever. This is going to be the best night ever. Yep. And you create these completely unattainable goals where no matter what happens, you could have like a really good evening. It's not going to match that. Right. It's simply right. not. So why are we setting ourselves up for disappointment when we can just say, hey, let's be pleasantly surprised. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to argue the point. <laughs> I'm... I'm <laughs> Um, so, so yes. Is this the beginning of the spring market? I don't want to, you know, shoot off fireworks. I don't want to have a lot of fanfare. Maybe like a, like a golf clap? Like yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah, think? yeah. Uh, our team, I yeah. got to say. Maybe spring, that's why I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think that's it. Because uh, the, the market is still down considerably. Yeah. And I, we keep throwing up the statistic five years ago in, uh, the, in Monroe County. 2,200 homes on the market for sale or thereabouts this time of year. Yep. Um, and this year, you said there are 319? Uh, in, 319 in Monroe County. In Monroe currently. County. Yep. So, so, you know, that, that, that is a cause. 336 of, right now. Oh, 336. 336. That is the cause of my disappointment. However, yes. we we do need to, I mean, we, we're 11 days into the month, and the team has already sold $6.7 million. Um, so Going well. We're, Going well. We're doing very, very, very well. So at least in our yeah. microcosm, uh, uh, we're the spring market is here. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when you look overall, not necessarily the case. Right, right. In, yep, yeah. Well, that directly affects me, what our team does. So that's what I care most about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it, it will be interesting, as always, to see how things progress. Um, obviously, we have a new big factor in play here that is impacting things. And, and we're going to get into um, at least one detail of how it's impacting things that the average person might not expect it to. And that is what's happening in Ukraine mm-hmm. right now. Um, again, at the time of this recording, uh, not much has changed as far as Russia is still invading. Um, and it is terrible to watch and terrible to see. Right, right. Um, and it obviously throws everything into uh, an unrest and just uncertainty. And we know the real estate market acts very similarly to the stock market. Doesn't like that. It doesn't like uncertainty. Right. Um, so what is happening now is certainly having that effect. And we went into some of the details of that in the podcast last week, mm-hmm. if you want to go back and take a listen. I guess one of the things that's been, you know, if you can pull a silver lining, have been the humanitarian efforts from the other nations in the world right. that have been stepping up. And, and companies, too. I think Airbnb is one that should be highlighted. I, I'm, I'm Brian Chesky, CEO of uh, of Airbnb. I'm just, I'm, I'm a fanboy. Uh, he is just, he is a forward thinking, mm-hmm. he's a compassionate capitalist. I, I, I love this guy. So go ahead. Yeah. So this week, Airbnb said that they will be offering um, short-term housing for free for up to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees that are fleeing, fleeing the Russian invasion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've all watched the news. We've seen uh, these people that are stuck in train stations or, or subways that are just, they don't have anywhere to go. They don't know where to go. So to, to, at last count, 2.4 million yeah. Ukrainians, um, which I, I think it's a country of what, 44 million people yeah. or something like that. Yep. So that's about 6% of the population has fled. That's it's it's heartbreaking, um, and, and certainly a hundred thousand is only a fraction of of that. But still, 
It's a lot of people that are being helped by this. So this program backed by Airbnb.org and their uh, independent 503 uh, C3 or 501C3 nonprofit organization, which has done this before. It's not the mm -hmm. first time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Airbnb first did this actually when Hurricane Sandy hit New York City. I, you know, I, I, if I had been asked, I thought it was Katrina, but no, yeah, I'm sure you got the information right there in front of you. So, that's what I said. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's pretty remarkable. And then, of course, there uh, there are many people who are. Um, I booked several rooms um, in Kiev. Yes, um, you, we had a phone conversation, or I believe it was when you said that you did that, and you were sobbing while doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I was, I was literally on my computer, um, just donating just a, a small amount of money, and but it was, it just felt good to, to be able to give yeah. back. So I, this has been so crazy to watch because you you feel very helpless mm -hmm. because you're seeing what's happening. Yeah, and we know that we can't really physically get involved the way that we normally perhaps would in some other instances um, of an atrocity like this happening uh, based on what could potentially happen and, and who knows as things move forward. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to make an actual plug here. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I had a bit of a difficult time actually booking. For, so in case people aren't understanding what it is that, that mm -hmm. uh, many are doing, you go into Airbnb, you book a night in a uh, in a house somewhere in Ukraine, knowing full well that, of course, you're never going to fly there. You're never going to take advantage of it. Right. You're just putting money into the pocket of the homeowner. I had a very difficult time finding a house um, to stay at, quote unquote, stay at, because so many people have gone online. That's great. Yeah. It, it's, it's terrific. And so these, these houses are booked. Um, so there's an, an, uh, a new movement afoot to start um, helping po uh, Poles and, and, and men and women in Poland who are doing the same thing. Sure. And, and the hope is that uh, these men and women will actually then allow for Ukrainian refugees to actually stay in their house for, you know, for a few days, a few nights, a few uh, who knows. So I mean, can you th imagine that this was a world to be living in and this is, and this is what would be happening? I mean... It you know, based on what the past two years have been like, you'd think that we'd seen the crazy of the crazy. And yeah, Oh, and, and, and I, I think the atrocities yeah. uh, are just, I mean, we, we wake up yesterday and um, there are emergency repairs that need to be made to Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and again this morning, you know, Chernobyl, like, you know, just, it, it, yeah, this is not over, not by a long shot. No, and, uh, and let's get into the detail well, that maybe, oh yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to like... There are. I, I am trying to spend as much time, well, to the degree that I'm on social media any longer, I'm trying to spend as much time as I can paying attention to the heartwarming or yeah, the optimistic sure. or the affirmative. Did you see the latest video of President Zelensky? Oh, what, the, the rock star of the world now? No, what, what did he do that now? There's a video that surfaced of him and three other guys dressed in women's heels performing <laughs> Beyonce's single ladies. No, seriously? It, it is... They're like just a little levity. Z right? Zelensky yeah. twenty twenty four. Wow. Like I'm like <laughs> that, that whole situation is, is mind blowing as well. Well, I, I I was reading into it. I mean, his his numbers as far as approval numbers, I mean, they weren't that great before. Now I mean, I guess in times of crisis, yeah, true leadership sure, comes, sure. comes out. I, I mean he he really I mean he is just He's he's a pop star. He's he's yeah. yeah. He's he's an icon. Well, and he's channeling, I think, the Ukrainian people and and their attitude of this defiance. Yes, and we're yeah. going to fight back. And 
you got to imagine that Putin didn't expect this sort of, of fight. No, he didn't. It, it, and it's fascinating. It, one of the difficulties that Putin is suddenly, and we're so off topic here, but one of the, the, the things that I find fascinating is that Zelensky was, as we all know, a comedian. Mm-hmm. He started in a very, very popular television show. Um, he His native language is actually Russian. Oh, really? Okay. So the television show was in Russian, and Russian men and women know him. Oh, and the okay. character that he plays is a school teacher yeah. who then goes on to become president of the country. Okay. Something's going on. It is so meta. (laughs) It is so meta. Um, A lot of layers here. And so one of the difficulties that uh, that suddenly Putin is finding is that he's a beloved individual Mm -hmm. in Russia. And so as he's as he's speaking to Russians in their native language, in his native language, He's actually he's actually speaking to an audience of men and women who actually love him because of the character right. that he played in television. So yeah, so Putin was not expecting that to yes. yeah yeah. So it's, and and I don't think that he was expecting uh, President Zelensky in, in a leather harness, uh, in women's heels, dancing to definitely not dancing that. to Beyonce. No, he was not. Definitely not that. Um, to bring it back to real estate, one of, of oh, the things. Oh, let, let's do that. Listen, <laughs> we, we, we got we got range. Okay, we can do all sorts of stuff. Um, but to bring it back. One of the things that maybe might be surprising to just the average person is that what's happening in Ukraine right now is actually keeping the mortgage rates lower. Yes. We were anticipating, again, the factors that we talked about. And if you go back and listen to the previous podcast, projecting what was going to happen in 2022, certainly no one saw what you know is transpiring now. But one of the big things was, will the rising mortgage interest rates maybe create less of a frenzy because some buyers are going to ultimately mm-hmm. say, listen, yeah, I, I was happy to get a house at 3.25% or 3.5%, but we're getting to four and higher and nah, it just doesn't make sense for me. And that simply is not happening because those rates are staying lower than we expected. So so, so they went up considerably. Yep. Uh, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, they were about 2.91%, something like that. Then I think they rose all the way to like 4.1. Do you have a number there in front of you? Uh, Maybe not. not exactly. I, I, yeah. But I think it was about 4.1. Yeah. That was about I think four was the ago. highest I had heard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last week, or just a few, I'm sorry, within the past few days, it's now down to 3.76% okay. for yep. 30 years. So it, it has dropped. Sadly and unfortunately, uh, yesterday it was announced that inflation uh, for the month of February clocked in at 7.9%. Yeah. So terrific. So you're thinking about buying a house and interest rates are lower. That's terrific. But you drive down the street and you're suddenly looking at having to pay $4.79 for a gallon of gas. Sure. It's... With no levity for that insight. No, man. I mean, there's really nothing that can be done. Um, So yeah, so this is going to continuously be a factor that we will be monitoring uh, and seeing how it impacts the real estate market. Um, there was an interesting thing on Redfin that said there's now a record amount of U.S. homes that are worth a million dollars or more. Actually, yeah. 8% yeah. of U.S. homes. Let me put this into perspective, because these are fascinating numbers. So nationwide, the record 8.2% of U.S. homes at 6 million homes were valued at a million or more back in February. That is up 4.8% from just two years ago. Wow. And that was wow. obviously before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So to put that into perspective, that is a gigantic increase. In 2012, as the market was rebounding from the crash, it was 2%. Wow. That's not that long ago. Wow, no, no. Um, highest, by the way, this is astonishing. San Francisco. Do you want to guess what the percentage of homes are over a million dollars in San Francisco? I'll give you a hint. It's high. 
<laughs> um, uh, it's, I'm going to go high here. I'm going I'm to say probably, I'm just trying to think of San Francisco. And how to, uh, 68%. 88.7. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. In those moments, by the way, I always think to myself, oh, my goodness. I hope he goes lower than what the number is. It makes it way less impactful. <laughs> so, 99%. 88.7%. Um, yeah, if you've ever spent any time out there. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and then as they broke things down, the majority of those uh, places that have, you know, the percentage of homes over uh, a million are, are, are California primarily. Sure. Um, New York was 32.1% to okay. compare. Um, but what's happening well, here, Unless yeah. you break that down and you're looking specifically right. at the island of Manhattan. Sure. Yeah. 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 And that's when it's 99%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's happening, though, and what's interesting here is is something that we've touched on before, and that is as these houses continue to go up in value, um, people who previously could afford that style of home, that level of mm-hmm. home, are now having to go to a lower price point. Right. Well, well before before you go down this, yeah. I mean, it is interesting to note that I think two years ago, in the six county region, there were approximately, and this is all just uh, information from the back of my head, so I apologize. It's not precise, but there were always, up until two years ago, there were always somewhere between six and 10, maybe 12 properties that would sell over a million dollars in the six-county region. Last year, in the six-county region, 29 properties sold over a million dollars. Enormous increase. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do, as we have said over and over and over this past year, there's a lot of people coming in from the tri-state mm-hmm. region, a lot of people coming in from large metropolitan areas. They've got cash in hand, and and, it, and, and the proof was there. It doubled, more than doubled the wow, number of people uh, who, yeah. It's pretty astonishing. It, it is astonishing, yeah. So as these home values rise, obviously people are getting priced out of the price points they normally would have been in, mm-hmm. and that is creating this cascading waterfall where... If you used to be able to afford a house that would sell for three hundred, it's now going for four or five. Now you have to go down yes. and down and down and down. And at the bottom of that are people who are being completely priced out of this market. And that amount of people, that percentage of people, is becoming increasingly higher and higher. Well, and I haven't said it in probably six weeks or eight weeks, but we need the government mm-hmm. to intervene. We need for there to be tax incentives. People need the opportunity and the ability because it just makes for a stronger country. Sure, because you, you think about it, the, the people that are unable to afford homes now aren't able to do what you've been preaching on this entire podcast, all 42 episodes, and that is get your foot in the door, yep. own some property, yep. and then you build from there. If you can't get to step one of owning your first property, right. there's nowhere for you to go. I think somewhere, again, an old statistic, I think 17%, and this is an old statistic, so I'm sure it's a different number, Mm -hmm. but a few years ago, 17% of the entire U.S. GDP was tied in some way or another to the industry of real estate, meaning somebody building a new house or buying a new house or buying a new dishwasher, installing new carpet, painting the exterior, 17%. And if we are going to be stifled in our ability to sell real estate, build real estate, uh, get a class of individuals, uh, mostly in their late 20s, early 30s, buying their first home and helping to fill municipal coffers and state coffers with tax revenue. 
so yes, I, I understand. I realize that people might have a knee-jerk reaction to government intervention, but boy, it's government intervention that absolutely pays back. Because so. this doesn't fix itself. There's not a natural. Yeah. I, mean, I guess what until everyone who owns a house now um, dies, basically, mm. and 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 then I guess eventually things will come down. If everyone who is you know obviously this is a drastic scenario, but if everyone who's 25 now can't get into a house. You have to wait, and you can't get your house until when. In that, I'm not suggesting government intervention for properties, you know, valued at $350,000 yeah. or more. This is all first-time home buyers, smaller homes, and there's just not enough of that product. So mm-hmm. I, it, it's not going to happen. Uh, but, you know, I can keep tilting at windmills. Sure. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get to a couple other stories here before we wrap up for this podcast. Well, one of them has to do with Elon Musk. What do you, what a character. He is, he is, he is a character. I mean, he I wonder what he thinks when he sees the stories about gas prices. <laughs> Does he just see dollar signs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? yeah. Did he, you know he, that you cannot buy an electric vehicle in the in our, our area right now? Completely sold out. Oh, I, I you have to I'm go out of surprised. state. I'm not surprised. You have to go out of state, and even then, I'm sure. It's oh, I, I'm, I'm sure you can't. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's the case with probably all vehicles, but mm-hmm. but certainly. Well, sure. Yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I certainly, um, boy, oh, boy, if the EV industry was hoping for something that was going to help to uh, encourage Americans to buy, yeah. This is this is the crisis, yeah. Um, But you gave me a little interesting note about about Elon. Maybe you can uh, elaborate. He apparently made a uh, a a vow that he was going to own no homes or property. So so far, he's what sold seven homes for one hundred and thirty million dollars. One hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah, casual. Um, Yeah. So he decided a couple of years ago. He decided. Uh, in a tweet, because he, he he's very much like Donald Trump in that he uses Twitter sure. very, very impactfully, very effectively. Yeah. And he tweets, he, you know, random thoughts. I tried following. Have you ever tried following his Twitter feed? Uh, I, I've seen some, but I haven't like, I, 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 I've given up because, like, it doesn't it's, make sense. It, it, I don't understand half of what the guy's talking about because sure. his humor is just so bizarre. Yeah. He's a, he's a very, very, uh, he's a bizarre guy. Clearly brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, two years ago, he decided that he was going to sell his seven homes. He's now uh, sold the last of them and uh, and all of his worldly possessions. Now, at the same time, now the article that I found was in the Wall Street Journal. At the same time, Rolling Stone magazine has, oh no, Vanity Fair actually, has on their cover Grimes, uh, who is sort of the alternative music yeah. pop star, um, who has been uh, his partner for the past few years. It's a, a cover story of her bemoaning the fact that she is married to the world's wealthiest or one of the world's wealthiest guys, and they live in a trailer. What? <laughs> they literally live in a trailer, like a 400-square-foot yeah. trailer. And and she said, I, I'm just a little tired at this point in time <laughs> of living in this trailer. People take photos of us all the time. There's no security. I eat peanut butter eight days in a row. What? And there's a hole in the mattress on which I sleep, and he refuses. Now, why the hell this woman is, like, hanging out with him and, and like, continue to— right. but Yeah. So it's, 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 so it's interesting. You're getting both sides. You know, you're getting Wall Street Journal, which is, you know, very much right. you know, yeah. focused on the, the finance. And then, and then you get Vanity Fair, which is, you know, like, all, all the celebrity gossip. Wow, so. Yeah, yeah. Is he like really bored? I think that's what it is, right? You have so much money, you're just you're bored. I think, in his case, it's like so many of these guys were just so smart. Yeah, 
I, I don't know if it's boredom or his. He wakes up in the morning and he's now onto solving, you know, seventeen more of the world's problems. Right. Sure. Um, or, or creating new companies. Or I mean, yeah. it's just it's endless. His mind is fascinating. Wow. Fascinating. That is, wow. Yeah. And then there's Grimes eating peanut butter. Poor Grimes. Oh, all right. Let's end this. Uh, Mark, let me know that there is a very famous movie house that is mm, now on the market. Mm. Do you want to do the impression or should I? I, I, no, I've seen the film once. I don't oh, know really? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very disturbing. It's it's aggressive. Um, I'll spare I'll spare the impression. The movie. <laughs> so, so you're not going to do it. The okay. movie. I, I did it off the podcast, and I wasn't happy with it, so I'm, I'm not going to do that to you guys. Uh, the movie is the movie Scarface. Is that a home you'd want to live in, do you think? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not at I all. Mean, it, it totally, like, it screams Mark Seawick when you look at that house. <laughs> um, it, 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 that, that's, no, that's a really, that's a, yeah, it's so ostentatious. I mean, but it was, it was a perfect a perfect property for them to use oh, sure, as yeah. the residence of the El Pacino character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So great perch there on the stairs is to really let loose. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so this has been listed for sale. Okay, that's yeah. This is, this is what you said. Is it's been listed for sale? So, I I wonder. There's got to be just like people who are fans of the of the movie who this would intrigue them, right? That would be a reason for them just to buy it for that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that, but you know, you're also going to need 36 million dollars. So, so like, yeah, so like, yeah, I love I, I love the movie. I want to, you know, I'm thinking about buying the Oh, it's 36 million dollars. Yeah. Right, right. So, you um, know, maybe Elon Musk reconsiders and uh, puts Grimes there to shut her are up. Are they married? She should she should file for divorce and just like <laughs> Can you imagine? Y- yeah. I don't know if they're married or not. I don't think they are. Wow. Well, there we go. The yeah. Scarface House. If we have anyone listening who is interested and has a spare $36 million lying around. Yeah, it, it, it really, it, it's just, it's, it's yeah. Where is this? Florida, right? I think it's, uh, is it Florida? Or California? I, I, w- I would think it, it, it reminds me of like a California kind of house. Either way. An LA kind of home. If you want to buy this house, I will also get licensed in that state and help you buy it. <laughs> just reach out. <laughs> the lengths to which you will go on behalf of your clients. No shame. No yeah, shame whatsoever, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so this has been fun. As always, you can check out the website, markseawick.com. That's where all our listings are up. Uh, they continue to list new properties. Yep. We've got uh, two new videos that'll go live in the next week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, When's mine going live? Uh, yours, yours turned out really well. I'm, go ahead. I'm very happy. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so we've been doing some profile pieces just for the agents on the team. So uh, Aaron Duffy Cruz, her video has been out for a bit. Uh, Josh Bartolotta, his video, I think it's done. I don't know if it's been out yet, but if not, it'll be soon. Mm-hmm. Mark Crandall's working on his. Mine's ready to go. Uh, just our wonderful videographer, Chris Coffey, came through and just does such amazing work. We're very happy with it. Yeah. Um, so excited to, to release that to the world. So so let's make sure. We'll talk to Marissa, our marketing coordinator. Yeah. We'll get that live sometime in the next few days. And then uh, we've got a great property coming up on Sandringham. Um, yes. So we will go. Uh, with th- the th- sweetest th- owners. Yeah. I'm 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 um I'll be filming that one next week and then there's a really great great property on Willard in Pittsburgh uh, and I'll be filming that next week also so yeah a lot, lot of a lot of uh, really really interesting uh, 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 video to, to be enjoyed so go to markseewick.com that's M A R K S I W I E C 
dot com and right. uh, check it out Absolutely. and then and then check out check out Corey and you get to see uh, the family also that's right yeah. yes a little, a little view into the life a little uh, peek and the and yeah. a, 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 a lots of images of you mm-hmm. uh, from <laughs> what 10 15 years ago oh no longer than that yeah I mean you you look pretty young then but you still look pretty young the, I think the only difference is you didn't have the beard then it's, it's so, for some yeah. of them it's true yeah. it's yeah. true uh, I the genetics are it's my dad he's the same he's Gonna oh my goodness he's gonna be seventy seven wow and you would not guess that you would not think you're that. like Pharrell yes yes we don't age we don't age right you're and, vampires and when I hear music I see colors just like Pharrell <laughs> there, you go. there we have it hey thank you for listening as always it's open house with Mark Sewick and James Moran.